Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegriff, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for being with me. I'm excited today because I'm going to inspire you and lift you up by talking about regret. Do you have any of that? (laughs) I hope that by the end of this podcast, you agree with me that you do not have to have regret. That's what we're going to focus on. But first, let me remind you, patreon.com slash Anthony Vandegriff. You can find me there. You can support what I'm doing with Fathering Our Future if you'd like to see it grow and expand. And in return, you're going to get some exclusive content. I'm getting ready to post a Patreon-exclusive podcast on the topic of gender is fake. Because believe it or not, that is an idea that's catching steam and it's floating around in our world today. And I think dads need to know what to do about it what to do in the home with this being an idea that your kids are going to be met with face-to-face. Likely, they're going to be met with this. So, if you'd like access to some of these exclusive podcasts, patreon.com slash Anthony Vandegriff. And as you support me, I will give some of this to you in return. And this is all for the growth and for the benefit of fathering our future because I want to help men love being dads. I want to help dads be better dads every day. And I want to build a community of dads so that together we can better father our future. And I'm inviting you to be a part of that. So, patreon.com slash Anthony Vandegrift. But today, we're talking about regret. I do not think that you have to have regret. Now, I think you're going to make mistakes, but mistakes don't equal regret. If I make a mistake, what I try and do is think about it and then change my behavior so that I don't make that mistake again. And if I do, I repeat the process. I think about it. I make some changes. I move on. I move past it. The problem that we have with mistakes is when we dwell on them and we don't get over them and we don't respond to those mistakes. That's when we start to form a regret. When we avoid the process of change, that's when we start to form regrets. So we have to move past some things. But let me tell you about a conversation I had. I was talking uh, with a friend of mine who's a pastor. He's old enough to be my father, has four kids of his own. And as a pastor, he's had the opportunity to counsel and talk to men, dads, about a number of different things. And he and I were talking about fatherhood. We were talking about how hard it is to be a dad, the challenges of being a dad. If you're listening to this podcast today and you're thinking, being a dad is tough work, I don't know that I'm cut out for this. Welcome to the club. We're so excited to have you. It is tough. It is a challenge being a dad. There are days that you're going to be tired. I was talking to a buddy of mine today, and I said, I'm just exhausted. He said, no need to tell me. You look it. I'm like, well, thank you for the honesty. But it's going to happen. You're going to be tired. You're going to be run down. You're going to feel like you can't make it. You can make it. And if you stick with it, by the time you get to the end, you're going to look back and you're going to see that everything that you were privileged to be a part of is priceless. Cannot put a price on what you are building, what you get to be a part of as a dad. So if you're tired, if you think it's tough, stick with it. You're going to get through it. And I assure you, there's a community of dads who's right there with you. But we were talking about the difficulties of fatherhood. We were talking about the necessity of dads in the home and the impact that dads make. You are important. Stick with it because your family needs you. 
It's not really a full family without the mother and the father. Moms are important. Dads are important too. You're supposed to be doing this together. Dads, you're essential, so stick with the family. Don't go off and do your own thing. Be a part of what God has given you. Now, we talked about the difficulties. We talked about the essential factor of fathers, but we dove off into the topic of regret, how you have so many dads who get to a place in life where their kids have grown up, they move on, they're out of the house, they either have kids of their own, they're off to college, they're married themselves, they've moved on. They're adults, they're doing their own thing. And you have all of these dads who begin at that point to look back and to reflect. And as they reflect, they're inundated with regret because they think, I wasn't there enough. I wasn't involved. I cared only about myself. I did this, I did that, I didn't do this, I should have done that. And they go back and forth inside of their mind about all of these things that they wish they would have done differently. And because they dwell on it and they don't respond and go through this process of change that needs to happen, they're filled with regret. Now, if you are older and you're listening to the podcast today, I want to encourage you and let you know it's not too late. All of these things that you regret, most of those things you can probably remedy. You can likely go through the process of change and bring a correction. I want to tell you how to do that. I also want to tell all the young dads like myself, you don't have to have regret, but you have to be willing to go through the process of change that moves you beyond the mistake, avoids regret, and gets you to the place of correction that you would like to be in. So when I was talking to my friend, I said, I shared a conversation that I had with my wife. So my son, Frankie, was having a hard time at school when he first started kindergarten. And we kept getting a lot of messages from the teacher about his behavior, that he couldn't seem to listen, he couldn't keep his hands off other kids, on and on the list went. And then it just seemed that even within our home and when we were out and about that he was just having a hard time. And I had a conversation with my wife. We were standing in the kitchen. I said, I just wonder if maybe I should have been harder on him. I wonder if we've just given him too much freedom and flexibility and we allow him to do too much his own way. Maybe we should have been harder. Maybe I should have been harder as his father. Maybe I should have been better, been a better example. However I could have, I just was evaluating in the moment and I thought to myself, the way he's acting cannot be the way that he acts. Now, this is a little tangent here. You have to have parental authority. I'm getting ready to talk about this with Tim Jacobs, so it's a podcast episode you should look forward to. But you have parental authority, and you have to exercise it. Your kids do not know what to do. And if you're honest with yourself, you still don't always know what to do, but as a parent, you have the responsibility and the authority to exercise to teach your kids because they do not know. So, 
I was thinking about my parental authority in the moment, and was I exercising it enough? Was I doing it the right way? And when I was having the conversation with the pastor, he elaborated on that. We talked about it. But what I want you to take from this is don't wait. Too many dads don't think about their actions until their kids are out of the house and they let years go by. Fortunately for me, I was doing this while my son was five years old. And I didn't just think, have I missed have I missed my opportunity? No, I haven't missed my opportunity. He's got at least 13 more years in my house. I have an opportunity to teach him. And the reality is I'll have an opportunity to teach him for the rest of my life. I will always be his dad. I will always hold this role in this place and be in this relationship with not only my son, but my girls too. I have a lifetime ahead of me to instill knowledge and wisdom into my kids. So while I have that, I don't need to wait and try to do it all at the end. Why? You have time to do it now. Did I make some changes? Yes. Did I set some new rules? Yes. Have I had a lot of conversations with my son in particular? Yes. Have I been harder? I don't know that I have necessarily been harder, but I have tried to be more intentional about correction and watching him and trying to explain things to him. I have been more intentional, but that might not have ever happened, at least not in a healthy way, had I not stopped and evaluated what I had done, what was taking place, what I would like to be taking place, and what I needed to do in order to bring correction to our relationship so that he could prosper in the ways that he needs to. You have to evaluate where you are right now, and I don't have the answers for you because every family is different. What I do with my son might not work with what you do with your son or your daughter. It might be different. They have different personalities. They have different proclivities that my kids might not have. You have to do the hard work. I am not a huge fan of the books that say, if you'll just do one, two, and three, everything will be perfect and dandy. Now, no, there's some, there's some homework that you have to do, even with those little steps that you might get out of a how-to parent book. You still have to do homework. You have to do the hard work of looking at your kids and knowing them. And with that knowledge, then you have to make your decisions. So evaluate where you are at with your kids, and don't be so proud or selfish that you cannot make the changes. Don't trap yourself in this idea of, well, if I change now, my kids are going to think that I'm weak, or that I'm duplicitous, I'm unstable. Don't trap yourself in that ridiculous thinking. If you make changes for the good, give it some time, but everyone will see the good in the change that you made. And you don't need to come off as perfect to your kids, because you know good and well that you're not perfect. I know good and well that there's no one out there who is perfect. Your kids don't need to be fooled into thinking 
that you're perfect. They need to know that you make mistakes. They need to know that you're a little bit like them and they're a little bit like you, that you're flawed, that you're broken. They need to know that and see that about you. So when you make changes, they're probably not going to think, oh, my dad's so weak. No, they're probably going to think, wow, my dad's human. Maybe I am like my dad. They think the world of you. You have, you have to remember that. But don't allow selfishness and pride to stunt your growth, to keep you from going through that process of change. Make the evaluation. And when you have the remedy, when you have the answer, apply it. Don't wait and don't think yourself in circles and think yourself out of doing what you need to do. And here's something important that I want you to remember, that I want you to take with you, and this is for everybody. This is for dads who have regrets and your kids are out of the house and you want to correct that. You want to change the relationship that you have with your kids. And this is for dads like me. You have young kids and you want to get things as right as you can, as early as you can. When you are trying to bring about change, even change to yourself, you need to make sure that you're not doing it like it's some sort of a fad diet. That's not what you want to do. Here's what I mean. I've known too many people who were engaged to be married, and as soon as they got engaged, they started working out two, three times a day, eating next to nothing, cutting out all, so completely changing their lifestyle so that in six to nine months, they just look like Zeus. They just have the body of a Greek god or goddess because, one, they want to impress their significant other, but also they really want those expensive wedding pictures to look good for decades to come. You know what I'm talking about. But as soon as they tie the knot, what happens? They start to breathe a little bit because now they don't have to make these pictures look good. Hey, cat's out of the bag. You've, are, you've seen me. <laughs> I have no more shame to hide from you. And they start to drink the sodas again. They stop going to the gym. And before you know it, one year into the marriage and they've put on 60 plus pounds. They're a totally different person. That's not what you need to do if you want to bring about change. What you're supposed to do if you're trying to lose weight or tone up is you're supposed to make changes that are sustainable. You're not just jumping on some bandwagon. You're not just being a part of some trend. You're making lifestyle changes. You're doing things that you know you can keep up with. If you want to lose weight and you drink five Dr. Peppers a day, cut it back to two or three. Start with something that you can actually manage. If you haven't talked to your kid in a year, don't try and put this standard on yourself that I'm going to call them every single day. If there's a good likelihood that if you have been able to not talk to them for a year, 
to all of a sudden try and talk to them every single day, what's going to happen is you're going to do really good for one to two weeks, and then you're going to stop, and then they're going to think that there's another problem. Don't do that. Maybe you call them once a week, once every other week. Do something that is sustainable at first. This is how you bring about lasting change. Because you don't want some fad diet change in your role as a father. You don't want your kids to be like, wow, he's doing so good, and then all of a sudden, boom, he's worse than he ever was. That's not what you want. You want to avoid that. So, I don't think that you have to have regret. What you need to do is you need to evaluate and analyze and think about whatever mistake or whatever it is that you did or didn't do that's causing you the regret or causing you some trauma in your head. Think about it. Figure out where you'd like it to be. Create a path of sustainable change. Don't think, oh, well, it's too late, or don't drown yourself out with all of these excuses. Forget all of that. Skip over all of that. Evaluate, create a path of sustainable change that you can manage and handle, that you will execute to perfection or near perfection, and then start. And if you will do that, if you your kids are out of the home and you've got brokenness and you want to mend it, this is where you start. And you give it time. People will look back and they'll wonder, how were we ever apart? How did we ever have this tension between us? Give it time. You're not looking for immediate results. If that's what you're looking for, then that's probably not going to give you the lasting joy that you really deeply need. You don't want an immediate result. If you get one, great. But remember, sustainable change, lifestyle change is what you're going for. So do things that you can manage. Do things that you can actually keep up with. Evaluate it. Create that pathway to change. And then follow it. And if you'll do that, then you're not going to be stuck thinking about this mistake or that mistake or what you did 20 years ago, you're not going to be stuck on that because you're moving on beyond it. That's how you escape regret. You just don't get stuck. You don't get stuck in the past. You don't get stuck in a mistake. You get up, you think about it, you create a sustainable path of change, and then you take one step at a time, one step a day. But you give that one step a day, a year's worth of time, 365 steps, 66 if it's a leap year. It's a bonus step. But you understand what I'm saying. You give it time, and that regret will be a thing of the past that you no longer remember. You don't have to have regret. You can overcome whatever mistake is in your past. You can get through it. And if you need help, you've got me, you've got a community of dads, you can reach out to me, fatheringourfuture at gmail.com. I'm happy to help you follow Fathering Our Future wherever you would like on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, wherever you can find it. Subscribe to the podcast, stay involved, stay engaged, and talk to other friends that you have who are dads. If you don't have any, 
You've got me. I'm here for you. Father in our future at gmail.com. I don't want you to have regret, and I want you to know that you don't have to have regret. You can overcome it. You can get past it. Remember, one of the biggest keys is a pathway to change that is sustainable for you. You're not doing the fad diet. You're not getting married so that you look good for your wedding pictures. You are creating change that you're going to keep with you for the rest of your life. And if you'll be reasonable with that and create something that is sustainable that you can actually manage and you stick with it and you begin to act, all of this regret is going to dissolve and you're going to have a wonderful relationship with your children. And that is what we all want as dads. So let's do it. Let's do it together. This is Father in Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. Thank you for being with me today. And I hope you will join me next time.